Good evening and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. This show contains references that some listeners may find offensive. It contains goals, it contains air horns, and it contains, most disturbingly, this man, Matt Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, the horror. Yeah, what a sh- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners. If you, uh, we'll give out a helpline at the end of the podcast that you can call if you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast. Um, well, we, it's been quite topical today, hasn't it, with the Fuel Watch. Uh, you know, we've been really responding to the mood of the nation. Yes, we provided a vital public service as Britain was brought to the brink of, um, well, heavy tutting by queues semi-around the block around some petrol stations as the odd driver was filling up a jerry can. So we reflect the mood of the nation. I think it's important that we do that on the show. Uh, We also talked about silly nicknames. And some mm-hmm. of the football drama in itself, Dyson, was magnificent. Oh, it's been a great day of football, yes. What, what a show, enjoy it. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We are being spoiled by two massive early kickoffs in the Premier League. Chelsea against City and United against Villa. A thrilling game at Stamford Bridge, Matt Dyson. Mm, Jesus saves Man City's season, potentially, yeah. Sounded uh, like the Shaggy. Only goal of the game. <laughs> hints of the score, Wolf. There. We haven't been playing for a while, have we? <laughs> um, yes, Man City won that up through Gabriel Jesus. Uh, the only goal in the early two games. Very exciting games, potentially, these. But still, surprisingly, nothing, nothing at Old Trafford Man United against Villa. Or as they say where we're from, older generations, non-non. Non-non, yes, love it. I haven't heard that for a long time. It were a non-non, which means nil-nil <laughs> for anyone North. outside yeah. of the East Midlands. Well, there are a couple of early kickoffs that are thrilling. There's about 10 or 15 mm. minutes left in those, but a load of three o'clock kickoffs, and here to preview them is Matt Dyson. Yes, after these big 12.30 kickoffs, there are still some crumbs of Premier League entertainment to be eaten from football's top table. A lorry load of much-needed goals to end the shortage. Uh, Fordy and myself have HGV licences, actually, that only operate on Saturday afternoons. We are heavy goal vehicles. And we always deliver, that's right, yeah, to keep you entertained in petrol station queues across the UK, sitting their engines ticking over like mindless zombies following the herd <laughs> with pathetic little jerry cans. Who we value. We run out, we value we run out of our favourite fossil fuel. <laughs> the bog roll hoarders oh, are back. And the, <laughs> the goals will be flying off the shelves this afternoon. The canaries down the bottom of a points mine. Norwich are away at Everton in desperate need of a win for Daniel Fox sake if no one else is Careful. Patrick Bamford joins a long injury list that leads who welcome West Ham to Ellen Road Leicester play Burnley and Steve Bruce's Magpies are the latest team to be welcomed into Elton John's man cave to take on Watford in the National League our hunt for glory continues as Wrexham travel to Edgeley Park to play Stockport in the Championship another new manager takes charge of Nottingham Forest Come for the on. first time former Swag City boss Steve Cooper <gasps> taking over from Chris Hewton uh, to find 
finally stop the management door revolving at the city ground, even though it would be extremely weird if they had one of those revolving old hotel-style doors at a football ground. Uh, but he's hoping to wedge it True. shut at home to Millwall today. Also, Crisis Club Derby are now bottom of the table after going into administration and getting a 12-point deduction. The impoverished Rams looking to move out of the minus at Sheffield United. Weirdly, and amongst all the stress at his press conference yesterday, Wayne Rooney revealed that his favourite episode of Only Fools and Horses was the one where Marlene had breast implants. <laughs> uh, he, has, he has always had an eye for the older lady, but can Darby's Del Boy manage to save Rodders and Uncle Mel from financial ruin? Or will he fall through football's cocktail bar? Forrest could probably lend them some old Trevor Francis tracksuits to help oh. if needed. Uh, God bless rock and roll football. Viva rock and roll football. Long live rock and roll football. Say magnifique rock and roll football. Oh, Dyson, sensational. The best one for years. Absolutely magic. (laughs) Wow. Even with the Trevor Francis tracksuits. Yes, I know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Remember when we were big, when Forest were big, and they used to sell knockoff versions of our players' tracksuits? <laughs> Long time ago. It was. Uh, you mentioned in your stunning intro, Dyson, that the country's still coming to terms with. Uh, about these um, <laughs> fuel shortages that aren't fuel shortages. There's not a yeah. shortage, but panic buy There's anyway. Not. Don't panic buy. As soon as they say don't panic buy, all they hear is panic buy. <laughs> yeah. It would appear. Yeah, yes. Um, if you're currently in the queue for petrol, text us on 81215. What's oh, it like? Yes. How's it going? Oh, let's get some of that. Yeah, it come feels on. very retro. Explain what you're doing. Explain yeah. why you need the petrol so badly. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Justify yourself. <laughs> this country's yes. going down. And we want to know why. 8, 12, 15. I mean, it's, it's just madness because it's blocking normal roads, but you can't get around towns. I actually saw, no word of a lie, I saw a hearse on its way to a funeral that was held up by queue for the Morrison's petrol station the other day. It's an absolutely ridiculous state of affairs to be in, isn't it? It's well, it is, on. yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty bad. It, I mean, it takes me back to the fuel strike of about the year 2000, which uh, lovely oh, retro yes. moment. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Farmers yeah. for Action, do you remember him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, He's not fit to lace time. my boots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was what if you weren't alive at the time, it was on the funniest pieces of protest. Oh, oh, oh hello, oh. hello, air horn, air horn. <laughs> <laughs> There's petrol at Esso in Worcester. Or is there, <laughs> yes, or has there been a goal? Yes, we've got an update, yeah. They've just had a diesel delivery. <laughs> uh, to the, uh, the services on the M4. No, there's a goal. And it's at Old Trafford. And it's not for Manchester United. No way! It is for Aston Villa. No way! Unbelievable. Huge upset. Massive upset here. I'm not 100% sure on the goal score yet. Have you got any idea yet, Ford? I've got, I've got a new app. House! Way, so I should, should have it. House! Oh, lovely. Courtney House. What a surprise goal scorer. What a surprise potential result with minutes to go at Old Trafford. Oddly, Courtney House is very relevant because uh, producer Liam has just caught a new house, which he moves oh, into yes. on Monday. So it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not a villa, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it is in the West Lovely. Midlands. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. 
Text us on 81215 if you're in the queue for petrol. Let us know what's going on around there, whether society is disintegrating before your eyes. <laughs> and what's the reason you need petrol today? Do you really need it? Um, a number of people getting in touch, Dyson. Mm, yes, uh, Duncan in West Brom says, just queued for two hours at the Shell Select in Oldbury. I wouldn't mind, but I only wanted a Twix and a can of Fanta. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely work. We're hearing from people all over the UK, aren't we? Uh, also, Christian, who says, I'm in the queue for petrol in Bristol and thinking of grabbing 24 toilet rolls while I'm at it. <laughs> please don't start, Christian. Do not, please. You know what? I've only just realised that was a reference to the panic buying of bog roll and not yeah. not him thinking he was going to be in that queue for a very long time. <laughs> I see. Yeah, well, it works on many levels, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. That's the great thing about <laughs> toilet roll gags. They, uh, they work on many levels. Um, so text us on 81215. Let us know your... <laughs> current petrol situation yeah fuel watch on rock and roll football and also if you haven't gone to get petrol how much do you reckon you've got left because some people are obviously going I reckon this will all die down in a few days so just let us know your thoughts is that what you're thinking I've got half a tank of diesel right and I reckon I'll be okay it would have all died down and by like Tuesday next week I'll be able to just pop in and fill it up but I may regret that decision because they may have all run out and then I'll be stuck in Hastings forever yeah. Sounds pretty bad, actually, mate. I'd nip yeah. down to the petrol station if I was I you. Better now. go now, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you Leave me now, get some. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Andrea says queues for an hour for diesel in Glastonbury. Only two out of 12 pumps. Oh dear, it's not looking good, not looking good, is it? Uh, Kevin says, I have two miles of fuel left and all the local stations are closed. I'll have to walk everywhere from now on. (laughs) Maybe that's the answer. Good for Uh, your heart, Kevin. Get those steps up. Yeah. Oh, and look at this just coming in from Maidstone. At McDonald's, no milkshakes. What? Who's just finished work. Yeah, yeah. It's not just fuel. Panic buying at the drive-thru is happening now as well. I went to, you know, because, I mean, it's well publicised, they ran out of milkshakes, but um, I went to a drive-thru McDonald's and they'd ra- they'd got milkshakes back, right. but they'd ran out of McFlurries. It's like there's always one thing missing at the moment hey. in this current state of affairs. You know what they say about Ronald McDonald? He giveth with one hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think yeah. it was Ronald McDonald they were talking about. Some, <laughs> some deity. Um, oh, man. I mean, equally, we're having a bit of fun here. We know it's a bit of a nightmare for people queuing to get petrol, so we're sorry if you're in that situation, if you can't get petrol. Um, but and hey, of course, we've got a captive audience, haven't we? We've got a captive Exactly. Get rock and roll football on. We're going to get through this mini petrol yeah, crisis man. together. <laughs> we'll look back on this. So you remember the, the, the autumn of 2021? Some people had to queue for petrol for one and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. it, was t- it almost brought down the government for an hour. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson getting you through this mini petrol crisis. Text us on 81215 if you're in a queue, if you manage to get some, or if you're not engaging with the whole thing, if you're sat at home with a full tank, or even if you don't have a car and you walk everywhere, then you saw... I mean, that's the great thing about walking everywhere. You never have to fill up on petrol, so there is that. Uh, text us on 81215. Now, each week, you'll be fully aware our new feature, Glory Hunters. The idea is that we pick a club, support them until they lose. Well, we've been supporting Wrexham for six weeks now because they are undefeated. Here's the story so far. 
As part of our new Glory Hunters feature, we are following the, the fortunes of Wrexham. Only as regards to their Saturday results. They are undefeated yes. so far, so we're still following them. They're at home today to Dagenham and Redbridge. Dagenham and Redbridge are the best team in the league, I think. They're at the top of the table. It's a big ask. We really need to get everyone in the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club behind Wrexham today. Well, they're still undefeated. They're nil-nil on a Saturday. They're still nil-nil at the moment <laughs> Dagenham and Redbridge. Obviously, it's 83 minutes to go, but... There's a goal, Wrexham have scored it. Paul Mullin has slotted it home. And that was the extra bit of support we gave them, you see. Just as we were talking about them, the power of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, the Glory Hunters Club that we have now. Put that ball home. Wrexham won the last Well, in the week, I caught up with Wrexham's number nine, Jake Hyde, who's had a fantastic start to the season, as has the whole club, and had a good chat with him about things in Wales. Jake, we've been following you every week as part of our Glory Hunters feature, and Wrexham have got off to an incredible start. What's the secret to this fantastic start? Yeah, yeah, we've had a reasonably good start. Obviously, um, it's it's positive that we've been unbeaten and that we're picking up good points early on, because I feel like as the season goes on, we'll get stronger throughout, so... It obviously, to the outside world, looks like a very exciting place to be. You've got these new Hollywood owners. There's a story about Wrexham in the news every week. Have you met Ryan Reynolds yet? Um, no, we haven't yet. We were supposed to, funnily enough. They were supposed to come over on the first day of the season. Um, there was a big thing about it, and we were supposed to meet them, and they were going to come watch the game. But uh, unfortunately, the team we were supposed to play, play against had a couple of COVID cases. So the game got uh, what moved. Um, so they haven't bothered coming. But, I mean... It'd be brilliant to meet them finally. I mean, we were also supposed to be on tour this summer um, and the tour was supposed to take place uh, in Philadelphia where we would have gone out, done a training camp, played against a few teams and, and met them out there, which would have been amazing. What a great experience. But again, COVID sort of stopped that quite quickly. Yeah. So no, I'm, 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 I'm sort of real keen to meet them. Uh, we've obviously, there's been contact on social media and things like that. But other than that, uh, we haven't had the chance yet, but I'm hoping sometime soon they'll, they'll be over and, and we'll get the opportunity. Well, gamers will be able to do that for you because you're featured on FIFA 22. So Wrexham will be yeah. able to play all these wonderful teams. Brilliant. How does it work as a player? Do they come and take your photo to get all the graphics right? Nah, they don't do anything like that, to be honest. I've, I mean, I've been lucky enough to be on FIFA uh, for a few years prior to this. And they, I, I don't actually know. They, it must be through uh, squad photos or um, just playing a game or whatever they've got. But no, they don't come and do any of that, to be honest. They just, we, we don't have to do anything. It just sort of pops up. And when you play FIFA, I'm guessing you do. Do you play as yourself? No, do you know what? I'm not a massive. I'm not a massive gamer myself. My brother does. My brother is uh, big into it, so um, so he tells me all about it. But uh, I've obviously seen myself in the game previously. But I, I, I'm not one of those that sort of. I'm not. I'm not a big gamer in in all honesty. So I haven't really been on and played as myself. No, but to be honest, I've seen the I've seen the FIFA rating, and I'm. Um, I don't think they're having me. I think it's a little low. So I'm, I'm not going to be playing anytime soon either. <laughs> no. So what? What? What do you mean? They, what have they rated you badly on? There's a few other boys that are way higher in the team, and I'm thinking, God, I'm stronger than them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, no, I'm only I'm only winding them up. And have you all been like brushing up on your Ryan Reynolds knowledge? Have you all been watching like Deadpool and Van Wilder and stuff like that? Well, do you know what? No word of a lie. Um, I was like, before I come here, before I, he took part of it, I've loved it for years. I've, I like all his comedies. I've seen all of them. So like, even there's one of my favourite films ever is The Change Up. And like, yeah. no one really knows about it. It's a really undercover, undercover one. But The Change Up has me in stitches. I must have watched that film 10 times. He, he has me in stitches in that the whole way through. And like a couple of my best mates and that, we still use quotes from that film now. So like, before I come here, 
I, I've loved. I, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. You've had a cracking start. Three goals in six games. I mean, what are your personal ambitions for the season? You, you obviously, I would imagine, as a striker, want to finish as top scorer in the league. Yeah, absolutely. That's been that's always my ambition. Of course, it is. But I mean, it's going to be a hard enough battle to get top goal scorer in this team. We've got some fantastic other players in the team and, and we're driving each other on. I mean, me and Moles have built quite a uh, good relationship so far and, and we both said before the season started, if we can get 40 goals between us, that will pretty much put us there or thereabouts on promotion. So, it, the personal targets like that, like we were looking at it more as a partnership. We said like 40 goals between us will get us promoted. It doesn't really matter how they come, but yeah, it's a good start and, and I'll just keep working hard to keep achieving that. How does being at Wrexham at the moment compare to some of the other clubs you've been at? Obviously, you started out at Swindon. You've played in Scotland for Dundee, for Dunfermline. You've played all over. I mean, you played for quite a few clubs. Where does this rank for you as an experience? To be honest, I think this is a sleeping giant. I think um, I've been at a higher level, um, but I have, I'm not necessarily been at a bigger club. Dundee was a sleeping giant. It was a massive, massive club. But mm. Wrexham, there's some, I didn't actually understand until I was through the door how big a club this is. Uh, the fan base, the stadium, the history, everything about it is really exciting. So you hear about it and obviously you, you do your research before signing or anything like that, but you, it, it is incredible what I've realised the football club is since being here. Um, and it, to be honest, I, I, it, it's early doors, but I've never enjoyed a start this much. So I'm really I'm really hoping I can come in here with the football club and, and it will stay with me for the rest of my life if I do. But it's, well, uh, it's a brilliant football club. Well, it is, and we're all behind you. We're so excited for you. It's been a real pleasure following you all these weeks. We weren't sure how you were going to do. You know, the idea was that we support a team until they lose. You're away at Stockport County this weekend. Yeah. Should we hold our breath for another victory? Yeah, we'll speak to you next week. Don't worry about that. Yes! (laughs) Amazing! Oh, Jake, it's so exciting, mate. Thank you so much for giving us your time. We know you're very busy. It's it's a real pleasure. No, it's good to talk to you guys. Moz in Worcestershire has said I filled up yesterday and I'm feeling a little bit smug 450 mile range and rocking 600 mpg in my Honda Civic oh. other cars are available oh but why no. would you says Moz wow <laughs> so much do you think that's Morrissey Moz <laughs> think he's driving a Honda Civic these days <laughs> imagine imagine wow wow what a lovely smug message to get from Moz <laughs> yeah I mean by all means if if you've managed to get your hands on some petrol, if you've seen anyone filling up a jerry can, by the way, Texas mm, on 8, 12, 15, there's yeah. some pictures going around the internet. Yeah, because I mean, that should, I think that is that banned. You can only fill up once uh, and the tank. I don't know. I think jerry cans were banned back in the the 2000 shortage, weren't they? I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a point where the jerry can gets banned. Do you remember the, the 2000 shortage was caused by a Farmers for Action blockading? Yes. Um, there were dairy farmers yeah, yeah. protesting about that. I mean, way back then, you know, when you look at the price now, you're like, it was so cheap. And they were, oh, yeah. They were God, sort of upset back then. But I remember there were bits where one of the guys who led Farmers. Farmers for action. I think it was Tony something. I mm. just remember him on telly, but then they showed Tony Blair sort of reacting to it. And I just remember him going, he's not fit to lick my boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my oh, favourite, yes. one of my favourite news moments of the last 21 years. <laughs> um, talking of which, we've got, we've got an H, 
HGV driver. He says, I've got a good boss who doesn't mind selling his fuel from the company tanks. Let the Muppets panic by. Lol. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's good to see. It's good to see an HGV driver in action, isn't it? Really, but that's nice. But um, yeah, wow. So they've already stockpiled it. They've already stockpiled it. Very sensible. Very sensible. And apparently, the rest of us are muppets. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. You listen to rock and roll football with Matt Ford, Matt Dyson, and the Muppets. Uh, we've had a few jerry can fillers get in touch, haven't we? A few people out there admitting to having jerry cans. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. What are they uh, saying? But that, uh, there's a lot of uh, electric car owners as well. I mean, they're they're in the best position, aren't they? At the moment, yeah, yeah. Sk- smugly driving through it. Oh, yeah. Imagine the look on Elon Musk's face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slightly odd, I imagine, as usual. <laughs> And so, well, someone's also pointed out that amazing image from the petrol crisis of the BBC reporter Phil McCann out at. I mean, he was born to do that job, wasn't he? Phil McCann. He probably he was probably a young journalist at the time of the first fuel crisis in uh, the year two thousand. Thought I'll never see it again, but now finally he can do the job he was born to do: <laughs> reports on people filling jerry cans up at a petrol station. <laughs> yeah, it's Phil amazing. McCann and his mate Jerry Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah this that was so good. Talk about non determinism. It's amazing. It is. Well, do you text us 8.12.15 if you are in the queue for petrol, if you've managed to get some... Maybe you've got an electric car. If you've filled up a jerry can... I mean, someone here <laughs> said, um, I'm just back from filling up a jerry can because I couldn't <laughs> safely get near a station on the way home. So he's just gone there with one, which is fair dues. The bloke mm-hmm. next to me, he says, who just filled up, decided to buy and fill a can as well. Oh, greedy. That's from Evil Gav in Reading. <laughs> evil Gav. Oh, no. That is not nice. <laughs> Gav, just let us know why you called Evil Gav. I mean, hopefully it's not too bleak. And if, it's, if, if there's a broadcastable version, we'll fill everyone else in. A massive goal in the Premier League and a goal in the National League, Dyson. That's right. Yeah, Jamie Vardy has scored, but in his own goal, Uh-oh. would you believe? Burnley are 1-0 up at Leicester. A Jamie Vardy OG, a rare thing that is. And uh, in the National League, as you say, Fordy, another great result for the Glory Hunters. We talk them up. They never let us down. Paul Mullin has scored for Wrexham. They're 1-0 up at Stockport. Get in. I mean, it's really incredible. How well they've done since we started supporting them. I know. Well, in, I mean, midweek they're perhaps not so good, but then shh, shh, that's when matter. we don't channel. Shh. That's when we don't channel our energies, isn't it? You know, because we, we're when we're here channeling all of us together our energies into positivity and making them play well. That's when they perform. We only exist on Saturdays. We basically enter yeah, a sort of yeah. uh, radio deep freeze throughout the week <laughs> and only right, exist yeah. on Saturdays. Um, <laughs> Dean from Thanet in Kent um, says, which Spice Girl can carry petrol? Jerry can. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Uh, oh. Well, it's better than anything I've written lately, so um, <laughs> fair, fair play to Dean. We still don't know why Gav is called Evil Gav. Do text him on the next Come on, Gav. Spill the beans. Maybe that's why it's called Evil Gav. Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, so, uh, John, John Boy says, I've just heard something about a petrol issue. I've got a fully electric car, 300-mile radius. Have fun queuing. Lots of... How unlike electric car, uh, electric car deal, um, owners to be uh, smug. I know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're so, so expensive, electric cars, aren't they? They're not really, you know, they're quite hard. I'd love to have one, but they're prohibitively expensive at the moment. You know, someday it'll be fine. We won't have to worry about this stuff again. 
big breaking news. Evil Gavin yes. Redding has been in touch. Yes. <laughs> oh, and yes. he's going to tell us saying? why he's evil. Are you ready? Oh, let's get, should we get him on the phone? <laughs> a nation <laughs> away. It's too late for that. Here we go. Great. Okay, great. He starts off by saying, unfortunately, it's a really dull story. <laughs> okay. He says, anyway, here we go. Let's try and save this. He says, it's derived from playing Battlefield 2. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's here. I love a good Battlefield nickname. <laughs> I'm slugging off now. Cuts me in two years' time hosting a Battlefield 2 podcast. Anyway, he says, uh, I had a tendency to freak out the opposition by target locking with weapons, <laughs> but never firing. I gave the team time to capture flags while people were spinning around looking. Hence, evil guy. Hence, well. what else would you call a guy that did that in Battlefield 2? Yeah, I wish we'd never asked. Okay, in uh, a separate question, if you know what Battlefield 2 is, please text us on X450. Brace yourselves, it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, someone else has been in touch uh, about Evil Gav. Uh, it's the HGV <laughs> driver. He says, Evil Gav has got the right idea. He's no Muppet. There's plenty of fuel and drivers delivering it, so tell your listeners to go home and chill. Oh, yes. Lovely. Wise words from an HGV driver. But Evil awesome. Gav, obviously now, entering the public consciousness. Um, and I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like we've got to do his PR on behalf of him. We, we've launched a new brand today in Evil Gav. Um, he's got a great nickname, obviously. The story behind it isn't evil at all, which is very funny. Um, yeah. So tell us your nicknames, 81215, particularly if the nickname almost bears no relation to the words in it. I mean, yeah. I, I had a great nickname at school that a teacher gave me. Oh, yes. When I was yes. doing my A-levels. Where I, I, I mean, I, I still to this day suffer with eczema, but around the age of 16 upwards, really started to also suffer from uh, flatulence and uh, <laughs> to the point where it was disruptive in, in my A-levels. And my... Um, English teacher, Mr. Wilshaw, gave me permission if I needed to break wind to just, I could just get up and leave at any point and just do it outside. Um, but be- <laughs> that much of a yeah, problem? But because I had eczema and um, trumped a lot, he called me scratch and sniff. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's genius work from that teacher. What a legend. So tell us about your nicknames, particularly if they sort of don't make sense. Text us on 81215. Um, now we've had a great nickname text here. Someone says, good afternoon, gents. My nickname in work is Drillbit because I'm a small, boring tool. Oh, I love it. That's from a Matt Dyson in Hastings. Ah, <laughs> nice. Have you had any nicknames, Dyson? Um, I still get called uh, Monkey Monkey Same Same today, <laughs> to this day. And that, I mean, have I told you the story behind that before? Yeah, but just in it's, case uh, no one's heard it, just yeah. <laughs> give us a walking Many years ago, I was walking down a beach in Thailand in just my swimming shorts, and some local children started pointing and laughing at the hair on my back and uh, all over my body. And they started saying "monkey, monkey, same, same," and that nickname, that nickname, has stuck ever since that day. <laughs> Whenever I like see a monkey or anything, that it just immediately there'll be people all over the country that when they see a monkey, think "monkey, monkey, they think same, of same." Me. Yeah, great, love. No it. question. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're joined now by a friend of the show, Josh Whittacombe, whose new book, Watching Neighbours Twice a Day, is out now and is superb. And I'm not just saying that, Josh. I'm loving it. Oh, thanks. You texted me, you texted me yesterday to say that, which was, you know... Totally needless, but very nice. <laughs> it's so funny. If people haven't um, read it yet, it's a great nostalgia trip about 90s telly 
And not just national stuff. I mean, I'd never heard of this rabbit, Gus Honeybun, before. <laughs> no, so that's... Uh, I start the book... What I decided to do was start the book with the least... Um, the least broad chapter, just to really weed out the uh, the soft core. Really, <laughs> <laughs> just to really get to the hardcore of my fans. So no, that's I start by just trying to discuss this rabbit that was a big thing on uh, my local TV station, which was a rabbit puppet uh, that would bounce up and down, uh, and um, you basically people would send in their birthday cards, children mainly, and then it would do the amount of bunny hops for their birthday cards. Uh, and also, it would, it would change the background by hitting a magic mushroom button, which obviously wasn't kind of lost on us even at the age of seven. <laughs> uh, and this was the most popular local TV in the West Country. So I wow. Thought, I thought, let's start the book by explaining just how weird where I grew up was. And I think this is the perfect example of it. It's a great book because it takes in... I guess through the medium of telly, Italia 90, Labour winning in 97. So it's not just about the shows that were on telly. There is a kind of social history to it as well. The chapter that I loved is about watching TV at school, and it reminded me of a particular ident. Now, I'm going to play you this, and tell me if you recognise it and what it's from. Do you recognise it? I do, vaguely. I don't know what that's from. Tell so, what that is. So this was the um, Channel 4 oh, Schools. Really that, but it sounds like something from about the 60s. I'm not saying you're old. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the big telly would get wheeled in... Yeah, yeah. ..and they'd yeah. put Channel 4 Schools on... Channel 4 Schools. ..before the show started, there was a kind of countdown thing. Oh, oh yeah. And little segments would turn a different what? colour as the clock turned down. Oh. Well, that was the surreal thing, is that we were watching in real time. You were, you were in kind of... You were under the, the the BBC and Channel 4 schedules, were actually more important <laughs> than your lesson time. <laughs> Did you so, ever watch, like, videos? Could be, I mean, I presume... Because your school was so small, there's only about four people in your year. Oh, yeah, there was only four people in my year. We had lessons where we'd just sit and listen to the radio, like, just staring ahead. Like kind of evacuees, like <laughs> for fun. I mean, what sort of stuff are we talking? Like World Service or Absolute Radio? Uh, yeah, just Absolute Radio. It's great because uh, it was just really nice to hear "Sit Down" by James. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years before it came out, <laughs> <laughs> put on the repeat. Absolutely ahead of the curve at that point. Oh man, it's such a good book. Was there any stuff that you had to leave out? Were there any telly shows? I wrote areas that you didn't put lottery. in. I wrote, I wrote a chapter on the national. <gasps> that was a big deal in my childhood. It felt like a huge thing. Um, but we had to cut a chapter for length, and it was deemed the book contains too much Noel Edmonds as it was. <laughs> Probably true of Noel Edmonds' autobiography as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so finally, Josh, obviously you're a big Plymouth Argyle fan. You've had a very good start to the season. I mean, Plymouth and Forest could be in the same league next year. We could be in the league above you. Oh come on, mate! Oh, you'd never know. Oh no. We could have we could have gone top on Tuesday if we conceded a ninety-fifth minute equaliser to Portsmouth, and if we hadn't, we'd be top of the league. But genuinely, it's a well, our manager Ryan Lowe is brilliant. He's a kind of manager where you you just worry every time. 
a bad championship club loses their manager. Steady on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit too close to home for this, this chat, mate. Um, you're also on tour next year all over the country. Um, you're doing the London Palladium and various other places. Will there be one in Plymouth? Oh, it was... So it, it, it happened, because this is the same tour that I... This is a tour I've been doing... It was doing in 2019 and the beginning of 2020, and it stopped. So I've done quite a lot of like the dates this is these are the remaining dates of the tour it's all i mean it says a lot about how topical my material is but <laughs> i haven't changed a word of it <laughs> i came back to do the tour looked at the notes and i was like yeah i'll just do that exactly the same again now yeah. 18 months on just looked I at the notes and it said bit too much noel edmonds <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh mate always a pleasure the book is absolutely brilliant we love it oh thank you cheers man I'm glad you enjoyed it kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast someone here says my other half's nickname is Thrush because he's an irritating um, okay <laughs> Can't read it out, yeah. Helen, but I think yeah. people in the know will get uh, will get that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Rob at the London Fire Brigade says uh, a lad at work is called Wheelbarrow because he only works when he's pushed. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? That's great. And they keep him in the shed. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. My uh, my mate's um, nickname is Broom because. Uh, he fell behind the fridge and we've never managed to get him back. <laughs> oh, it's quite bleak, isn't it? Do you have a bleak nickname? I guess Evil Gav, who started this whole thing. I mean, Evil Gav in mm. Reading must be sat there thinking, I can't believe this, I've texted into a football radio show, then the whole discussion has basically been about my identity, my nickname, the history of <laughs> yeah. me. And that amazing backstory from Battle... What was it, Battleground 2 or something? Something like computer that, yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So text us on 81215 with your interesting nicknames. Um, I have a mate who's called Dulux because he never goes out without two coats on. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Classic. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, The same text um, says another fella who's called John Mahogany Shoulders because he once went to four funerals in a week. (laughs) No way. Amazing. But it's lovely that out of a really... I mean, that must have been the worst week of the guy's life, but um, great that he got a jaunty (laughs) nickname out of it. If you've got any funeral-based nicknames, text us on 8 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. No sooner did we ask the football gods, Dyson, than there's yes. a goal in the championship. I know, and it's an equaliser for Nottingham Forest on Come Steve on. Cooper's first game in charge. It's one all Max Lowe uh, on loan from Sheffield United has scored the goal. It's one all uh, Forest at home to Millwall. Fulham are also 1-0 up in the championship. Uh, Mitrovic with the goal. And uh, Black. Blackburn were three now. They scored three goals in the first half. Uh, ben Brereton Diaz with two of them. Uh, this is the thing about Steve Cooper's Forest. You know, they bounce back. You know, we've been yeah. saying this. This is yeah, yeah, the thing about Cooper's Forest. This is the hallmark of uh, <laughs> yeah. the way Cooper's got Forest set up is, you know, they yeah, never say yeah. die. You, you can never exactly. write them off. So typical of Cooper's Forest. Yeah, yeah this is what really we're used is. to. The rest of you are getting used to this. You know, it's, 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 people have been following Cooper's Forest manager for two or three days now. We're, we're longing the tooth. We, we, with a wry smile when we went 1-0 down, we thought, we know what Coops is up to. 
Yeah. I mean, how many times? <laughs> how many times have we said this on this show over the years? Could this be the guy that's going to take us to the <laughs> promised land? Could this be the dawning of a new era? Well, you know what? When they say about Forest, they're like, oh, they've had 14 managers in 10 years. I mean, I reckon. In the time that we've been doing the show, there's probably been six or seven. I think there has, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have had some highs, but mainly lows. Yeah. A goal in the Premier League. In the Premier League. You're going to have to enlighten me, 4D. Just hold on. Producer Liam's going to have to enlighten me. Wrexham! <laughs> oh, Wrexham! It's Rexham. not in the Premier League. It's in the National League. Oh, no! Stockport equalised! Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's a shame. That's a big shame. Uh, oh. Um, you know, there's still hope. There's still lots of time left for us to turn this round. And a draw's good enough for us to continue supporting them, so it's Look, fine. If it's a choice between Forrest winning and Wrexham winning... Actually, a draw is good enough, so we're fine. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. This one's fantastic. Andy Webb says, when I worked on a cross-channel ferry, we had a bloke called Simon whose nickname was Blister because he only showed up after the work was done. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Oi, Blister. Yeah, and I, I imagine Blister liked to get plastered. Ah, of course. Well, should you plaster a Blister? I don't know. Or should you let air to it? I'm not sure. Well, when I say plaster, I mean like a sticking plaster. I don't mean like grout it. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I mean, some of these, I'm not sure they're real. Um, my mate's called Aladdin because his dad is a carpet salesman. Is that, is that an old joke? <laughs> well, tell me, someone's got to be a carpet salesman and watch them yeah, their children. Yeah. It's true, I suppose so. Yeah. A carpet salesman yeah. up and down the country. <laughs> it's true, yeah. And Paul uh, in Binfield, brackets originally Neath, if you wanted some extra detail about where Paul has lived through his life, uh, he says, <laughs> in the town, I grew up in Neath the local undertaker was known as Ernie the Death or sometimes Ernie the Last Journey the what a lovely nickname for the local undertaker in Neath oh that's nice Ernie the Last Journey's got a ring to it hasn't it it's really good isn't it yeah, a sort of jaunty good. way to send off your uh, loved ones <laughs> time to go and see Ernie for your last journey brace yourselves it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast Big goals with big consequences in the Premier League, the Championship and the National League, Matt Yes, Dyson. yes. Stockport have scored a second. They're beating Wrexham 2-1 in the dying minutes. Could this be the end of our love affair with Wrexham no. at Edgeley Park? Will we be after having to back Stockport from now on? That's how we can turn it around, at least get a draw. Uh, bad news for Derby County, a 90th minute penalty. They're down to 10 men at Sheffield United and now uh, they're losing 1-0. And the Jamie Vardy party is back in full swing he scored his third of the afternoon one was an own goal he scored two at the other end Leicester now drawing two all with Burnley oh Gastro working yes. both ends yeah. <laughs> both ends Vardy oh the thing is whatever happens with Wrexham they'll, they'll still be our first love I, I think we'll still that's true yeah, I think them. we have a real bond with them yeah. a real connection I think the Wrexham yeah. thing's almost like a, a, a different thing and then we'll, keep, we'll keep doing glory hunters and obviously it means if the score stays as it is we'll be supporting Stockport this time next week but I think the Wrexham thing I think they've started a fire in, in the hearts of rock and roll football right. listeners yeah, yeah. that we will struggle to extinguish kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast
Well, what a show, what an afternoon. We ha- Maybe you're listening to this, actually, in the queue for petrol. Who knows at what uh, point in the future you're yeah. listening to this. And I mean, what that state... could be going on for ages, couldn't it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so actually you may have thought, wow, listen to this show from the past, but it's still relevant now. And I think it's still that, relevant. I think yeah. that's the great strength of rock and roll football, is that even though it deals with goals that are literally going in at the time, there's something about the experience afterwards, like a, like a fine wine... Or yes. good cheese that just or lasagna the following day. Oh, um, when it's had time, when the flavours have had time to intermingle and just really settle in. Yeah. When the flavours have steeped and seeped into each other, oh, you just get that. Yes. You yeah, get that extra so quality. That, mm. uh, and this is the podcast version. So it's great if you get it live. It's great to have fresh lasagna. But also the following day, <laughs> this is what you're having. And of course, if you're listening to this way in the future, effectively you found this down the back of the freezer. Maybe you're defrosting it. Um, yeah. And, well, who knows what the world is like in the year 3000. Are they're we underwater? Pa- yeah, they're probably panic buying lasagna sheets, aren't they? <gasps> Whatever the next shortage is going to be. Wow. Who knows what the shortages of the future will be? If you have an idea, get in touch. <laughs> Football apps at radio.co.uk. I feel like this is enough gibberish for one week. Dyson. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's been Come an honour serving alongside you. Always is, Fordy. See you on the flip side. See you on the flip.